Welcome to the Breathe Fitness Podcast, hosted by Courtney Connors. Our pods are here to inspire you to reach optimal health and well-being through open discussions with world-class and hometown experts in the health and wellness community. Listen, learn, and explore the many ways to help you live, love, and breathe fitness. Hello, today I am speaking with Sarah Borda of Chester, New Jersey. Sarah is a massage therapist who specializes in myofascial release and craniosacral therapy. Her massage and energy therapy background combined with the myofascial release approach to treatment gives her the ability to treat her clients with compassion, intuition, and skill. She incorporates many techniques into her body work with clients and strives to empower each individual by increasing their body awareness and teaching advanced stretching techniques for them to practice at home. I was fortunate enough to be able to experience her technique and left feeling lighter and rejuvenated. Sarah most definitely has a wonderfully refined way of helping you heal inside and out through myofascial release. Enjoy. My name is Sarah Borda. Um, I am a licensed massage therapist. I've been um, touching bodies for my career for um, 20 years. And um, I got into um, living in Chester through my husband at the time was transferred here. We came from Pittsburgh and we had three little boys. And we and I um, we moved here and uh, I took care of children. And um, then I got divorced and by choice. And and then um, through my divorce, I discovered body work as a source of therapy. I was going to a traditional psychologist and then I started getting body work and I realized that the body work was really the tipping point for um, allowing me energy and information and power moving through the process of changing lives, people's lives and starting a new life. So I ended up as a massage therapist and uh, I entered the massage therapy field through the emotional door. I've so always experienced it yourself first yes. before. Yes. And also it, reson- it, it, it resonated with me because all my, for my whole entire life, I've always felt very sensitive and intuitive. I didn't know what I was feeling at the time. And so I took that and sort of turned it inward and said, what's wrong with me and then I realized later through the pain that I went through with the divorce that I was sensing um, another sort of realm in a way Mm -hmm. and so I get to use that with my work all the time which is like amazing Mm -hmm. that uh, that I can work with my strengths and help people and touch people and show people how not to be afraid of their emotions. How did it transition from just massage therapist into the myofascial release? Uh, the second I got my massage license, I went to all of these classes. It was like this huge door opened up, and I had I was in this huge buffet room of education, and I just took a lymphatic class, I took a shiatsu class, I took a herbal Thai 
release class, all these different classes. And then when I took my myofascial, first myofascial class, and people had kept telling me, you need to go to myofascial release. You're connected to this emotional thing in the body. And um, my first class with myofascial release, I had this like amazing experience. And John Barnes is sort of the front runner with myofascial release. He's the uh, expert out there. You know, he was talking about trauma and how it lives in the body and um, I witnessed some things in that class that were mind-blowing but so resonating and it, and it, it really like clamped down on me that this was my North Star. So I just, I took the ball and ran from there. I dropped off the massage. I did it sort of gradually at first until I got my legs on with my facial relief. Lots of times things that you're excited about start as a cognitive thought and you're not really, you, ha you haven't really downloaded them yet into your physical, mental, spiritual embodiment. So it took me a little bit before I actually really felt the fascia in the body. And I, I remember the day I felt it, I was like, oh my God, I totally get the beginning of this and and there's no end to awareness so the beauty of my profession and any um, profession that you are approaching from a spiritual perspective is that that there's always something new showing up there's always something new I can learn about myself from my clients um, I continue to grow and be excited about my profession I get to use it for my own health care. I'm healthier than I've ever been. Um, and I get to take it to my family and I get to take it to my community. And the John Barnes community is a very big community. Um, and I take continuing ed all the time. So there's just, and I could take a class that I've taken 10 times before. It's kind of like going to yoga, right? You know, mm -hmm. there's always new awareness. Right. It's very exciting. Can you explain what it is? Yeah, myofascial release. Yeah, myofascial release is a a modality of touch. Now, the fascia is defined as connective tissue, so it is this very very fine tissue that wraps every structure in our body all the way to a cellular intracellular level, which is kind of a mind bender. But I think of, sometimes I get the image of cotton candy, the way cotton candy kind of stretches when you pull on it. Mm -hmm. But this tissue is not studied by Western medicine. So it is totally overlooked in the Western paradigm. So any diagnosis that anybody gets is not taking into account the fascial system. Now, they're toying, Western medicine is toying with the idea of whether this is, they're starting to get it a little bit whether it's a system or an organ or what, but the basic bottom line with it is that the fascia, every structure in your body is obedient. And I mean obedient to the fascial system. So if you have what we call a fascial restriction, the fascia is glued down. It could be glued down on a couple of muscles and they're not functioning. They're not sliding on the sliding surfaces like they're supposed to. So they're kind of moving as a group, which is dysfunctional. We might call that weakness when really it's like 
that the, that the tissue's frozen. So there's three ways that fascia gets restricted. The first one, not in this any particular order, but the first one is repetitive motion, sitting at a computer all day long, or building a stone wall every day of your life, or anything. Uh, professional football player, that kind of thing. Um, the second way would be emotional holding patterns. When I'm scared, my shoulders go up, my throat gets tight. If I'm trying not to cry in front of people, right, it's in the jaw or my throat gets really tight. I know I can feel that in my throat when I try to stuff it down and it's like, wah, 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 you know, and that creates restrictions in our body. Mm -hmm. And it's really like we're disconnecting from our experience. That's really what's happening. And we're trying to control. And then the third way would be trauma, surgeries, accidents, um, sexual abuse, um, any kind of trauma that actually forces our awareness out of our body, which is what we call disassociation. But what happens with the tissue when that happens is that your body freezes. So we know about fight, flight, but freeze is the one that's sort of mysterious, you know, like the deer in the headlights. So you're gonna, your body's going to freeze in a certain position when you disassociate because you're scared. That's a survival tool that is built into our system. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just that we want to not be in survival 24-7 every day of our life because then you're just frozen and braced and your functions can't function. Yeah. in your body and you don't live a whole life because you're just scared all the time whether you know it or not that's a whole nother right conversation so the trauma isn't always necessarily physical it could be mental um i mean or is it more so physical i would say that there's always a connection between the two so it's a bit of the chicken and the egg i mean if you have a car accident clearly you know there's a physical component to that, but it will translate into your psychology. And I can't prove that. Right. I'm not a psychologist. But what ends up happening is the physical body has an experience. We disassociate. It becomes a psychological event. Mm -hmm. And then that's why touch is so important for healing. You can't just do psychology. You have to do touch along with it mm -hmm. or before it. Or whatever. I mean, there are a few. I have a few clients that are seeing a psychologist right now, and they come in before their sessions, so they're way more open yeah. when they have their session, and they might uncover something that they weren't really aware of before. Because mm -hmm. there's really no separation between our body and our mind and our right. emotions and our spirit. I agree with that. We just have to use words to understand it, but you know, it's just. All, we're an organism moving through space and time. We're not a machine, and Western medicine has a fix-it mentality, yeah. as if we're not unique. We've all had unique experiences. The physics of the fascia is going to be the same on all of us, but you've had different experiences than I've had. I might look at that picture over there and be traumatized by it. You might think it's pretty, you know, so it's all based on... On the experiences, our filters based on our experiences. Right. So, and yeah, I was going to say, and now they're proving that um, trauma can be passed down through lineage. But, um, there's this whole field called epigenetics that is talking about markers on your DNA that 
So, you know, we're a lot bigger than what we think. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I'm very efficient. I like to get right to it. I like to, I want, actually the real reason I got into this business is because I want, I wanted to help people create the life they wanted for themselves instead of the life they didn't want for themselves to create by choice mm-hmm. instead of by default. So what's your process? If, say, a new client comes in, do you have a process you go through <laughs> with each person? I'm sure it's different. But. It's different with everybody. I mean, I don't, I don't go into the – I'm not really a coach, so I don't really get into, like, unless I see people for a long period of time, I don't get into the, you know, lifestyle aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Be- um, I, what normally what I do is I'll take a look, I'll have the person stand in front of me in their bathing suit or their sports shorts and bra, and I'll look at their physical body at how it sits in space. In other words, we're always being pulled off center by gravity and, um, what, what you've experienced in your life has everything to do with how you show up in your body. So I'll look at, I, I get my clues from the physical body first, and then, um, and then we start working on the area that speaks the loudest to me. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not so linear. There's a little bit of linear in it, but it's mostly like listening to the body telling me where to go. Mm-hmm. And most people aren't aware if they have a hiked hip or a rotated, you know that from yeah, your work, I'm sure, or if their head is super forward and nobody taught us about physics in our body right right and how that impacts the energy that we use to move through space Mm -hmm. that's what's so fascinating about it i'm like really i'm really turned on by looking like watching movement Mm -hmm. like i've noticed that even if i'm sitting in the backyard i'm studying the birds and the squirrels and like now that this is what i've been doing for so long I just I just watch that animation, mm-hmm. and it's fascinating because when pe- when when somebody comes in and has a treatment, an hour later they come out of the room, and I can sense it like immediately they're they're more fluid, like you know they're there's like energy in their face, they're more animated, they're happier. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily know that yet. They're straighter too. They're yeah. usually much more. straighter, and they have no idea. Because their their awareness hasn't really downloaded that yet. And whether they do or don't is the mysterious aspect of that, as you know, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I see it all the time. There, Someone's doing a push-up, and you know, I can see that one hip is higher than the other. And I'll try to coach them, you know, drop your right hip. And they're like, Where's my that right feels hip? funny. Now I feel uneven. Now I yeah. feel crooked. And yeah. you know, the one arm longer than the other, one leg longer than yep. the other, all those kind of basic things yep. you see yeah. on a regular basis. So you're trying to turn the lights on in the body, and I'm trying to turn help people turn the lights on yeah. in their body, Make too. Make everything even and equalized. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Can you explain what it's like when you do the release? You mean like what the technique is? So yeah. it's um so it's it seems some it's a very gentle um uh sustained pressure. So I might like if you have if your quad is super tight, I might cross my hands and sink into your quad gently, and then eventually 
um, I have to wait for two to five minutes for the collagenous barrier of the tissue to release. So um, it seems like in the beginning, I hear people go, it doesn't feel like you're doing anything, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> and then they have to get back up in space almost sometimes to realize the difference, right? Because mm -hmm. they're just hanging on the table. Chilling. So I might do very light traction at the heels. Lots of times I'll just pick the feet up and hold them. This is very subtle work, sort of across between structural, what we call structural work, um, and energy work in a way, because we're so slow, we slow everything down, mm -hmm. right? Some people can can be with that. Some people learn to be with it because as the layers of their tissue breaks down, they become more settled in their body. Um, so it's just sustained pressure over two to five minutes, sometimes 15 minutes. I might hold somebody's leg for 15 minutes while it unwinds. That's another thing. There's a phenomenon in the body of the tissue unwinding itself. How do you sense that? You just... You just it's like, how do you, how do you answer that? You know, because it you, you, I get a lot of treatment myself as a therapist. Um, and this is like one of my things about there, about therapists is that, um, we all need to be doing our own work because we are in these very, uh, private, intimate spaces with people and they could feel very vulnerable to that position that we're in. And it's really important that we build trust with our clients. Mm -hmm. And the only way we can do that is to get some of our own junk worked out. Not junk, but let's call it integrate our past. Mm -hmm. And so that we can show up more present for the person in the moment and accept them where they are. That's probably one of the biggest gifts that this work has given me mm -hmm. is to be able to be, just be with people, yeah. no matter how they're showing up. Yeah. We have so little of that in our culture, just like, because we're so left brain, you know, goal oriented, what are you gonna do, you know, success, 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 work, 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 instead of, can I, can you just be with me as yeah. I am? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Meet, meet people where they're at. Exactly. It's big. I work with a nutritionist and that, you know, that's the way she works as well. Yeah. You, you can't ever force somebody no. to do something, especially when right off the bat, they're not even enjoying it. Yeah. And you can't do it for them either. No. And that's be been a big lesson for me because I'm pretty fiery. So I like want to get everybody going and <laughs> let me fix you. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, that, that in the beginning, when I first started before I was even doing my fascial work, I was like, I, I think I thought that there was a perfect client that was going to show up and you know that was huge for me to learn to be with people where they are and that's a big that's a big um part of my fascial release mm -hmm. is meeting the person where they are yeah and how long do you think it took you to kind of realize that 
I mean, I'm still realizing it, you know, <laughs> because there's degrees to that. And I, and I, um, I don't know, years, years for okay. sure. Years for sure. And that still stuff doesn't. And, and it's still growing. And I'm, and I, and I really like the thing that's so great about this work is that it, 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 uh, it floods over into the rest of my life, all of my relationships. And so I take it home and, you know, when you're at home with your kids or with your spouse or your partner, you know, that I want to be able to, to be as generous with them as I am with my clients. It's not as easy because I have more of an emotional connection to how I want things to be and look. And I just keep remembering what John Barnes says. He says, you have to give up being attached to outcome. It's hard because <laughs> yeah. we all want what we want, but there's something so rich about that kind of energy, just being there and showing up. And I can feel it right now between the two of us. You feel it? Yeah. Like the energy is different. Yeah. Just being in that space Yeah. and that. just losing that agenda. And, and there's another really good book out called The Presence Process by Michael Brown. It's kind of intense, and he says, and he talks about the sensations in, in the body. Body sensations are the way that your body communicates with you. Mm -hmm. And we've been so trained to be afraid of anything we feel in our body unless it's nothing, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I always say to my clients, if you want to get numb, you're in the wrong place because this is where we wake up. <laughs> and my job is to teach you how to listen to the messages that are coming up from your body and then ask the question, what do, what do I need right now? How can I care for myself? Mm -hmm. Most of us have this very detached relationship with ourselves and we... We're very critical and demanding, and and I listen to people talk about their bodies, and it's like, you know you're talking to yourself. The body is not that chair in the corner over there. Your body is you. You're talking right. to you. So It's hard for people to grasp that, that is, concept. That is. That is. So our job as educators, somatic educators, and physical people that are touching people, helping people get into their body... Mm -hmm is to point that out. Like, I mean, I'm sure I make my clients angry sometimes because I do point that out. You know, it's just like, it's like you want, the only place that we can heal is in the present moment. You can't heal in the future. You can't heal in the past. You know, the only place that, and the chimes agree, the only place that, that we can heal is in the present moment. And, and that is about when it comes to somatic work, physical um, work of getting down into your dirt, I say. Mm -hmm. um, it's about showing up unconditionally for yourself, which is the same thing as losing an agenda, right, in a way, mm -hmm. right? So how can I listen to the sensations in my body unconditionally, meaning... I don't have to analyze it. I don't have to know what it means. I don't have to to change it. I don't need to fix it. I don't need to worry about it. That's all left brain stuff. Right brain is animal. Right brain is the animal in us, and we're all animals. We just 
have gotten really valued for the frontal lobe in our society. It's all about the thinking, thinking, thinking. But yet my dog picks up so much more information in the present moment than I do. Yeah. You know, we always think it's like a miracle that they they know that I'm going to give them a little piece of the crust off my toes. <laughs> yeah. that I do it every morning, every you know. <laughs> yeah, my dad said to me once, he said, you understand that your dog knows you better than you do. Exactly. Because his life is watching you and watching your body language and watching your habits. They know you so much right. better than you know right. yourself. And so, right. you know, right. you sit back and... You right. can actually see yourself and the things that you do and yeah. your little idiosyncrasies. If you had a little video, it'd be cute to do a video with like a dog with a little video camera on their head and they're always like <laughs> looking up at you at the counter when you're yeah. cooking and stuff. That would be a great yeah. video. Like, I mean, it really show nice. you what you do, right? Right. Uh-huh. That might be a little scary, but um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we can it's see fun. it the way they see it. But yeah. but we are, you know, that's another aspect of this. You know, John Barnes promotes becoming uh, more of a sensing being. And he, he says, you know, lots of times he says, if you know what you're going to do before you go into the room with people, you're not doing myofascial release. You're not doing this type of myofascial release. Mm-hmm. So so he's he's he has honored in me the intuitive side and actually has helped, his work has helped lift that to the forefront for me and I get to exorcise that all the time, Mm -hmm. which is almost like pinch me, you know, like I feel so lucky. Yeah. And it affects every area of my life. What do you find is the most challenging part of it when you're working with clients? Um, Getting people into, helping people get, see, helping people get into their bodies, right, and out of their chronic habitual thinking. Mm -hmm. And, um... For me, it's just my personal personality, but I I like for things to move fast, although I do like a process, too, mm-hmm. I, which has been a discovery that I've made through this work. I do love process, but I think, you know, I, 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 I do have a little bit of like, let's come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. I want you to have the best life you can have, a little bit of frustration maybe, because my timeline is not everybody else's timeline. So that's when I'm not meeting them where they are. Right. <laughs> but um, so I, I, I have to sort of sort of dim my fire a little bit sometimes around all that. And I think taking it home and, and you know, realizing that, like, I can't, I can't expect my family to show up again. Um, and that's like in that deeper way necessarily all the time because this is very deep work and so right. sometimes I go home and I'm like nobody's doing anything deep here you know <laughs> like I crave it so much it's just my nature to, to be in the deeper realm with people so that's my work like yeah. that's my work for sure and they pro they probably get tired of me like <laughs> wanting more (laughs) deeper stuff at home I mean I am kind of getting better about just having fun and everything but (laughs) yeah you're finding your balance as you go yeah 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 do you do your clients kind of get any sort of homework that they um what's the word that's a good question like that you almost prescribe to them you know this these are the things that you can do yeah once you walk out the door um, certain people, uh, I will, uh, give some, what we call self-treatment 
techniques, some stretch, some myofascial stretching to do for themselves. Um, some people aren't ready for that yet. They just want to be taken care of. And it's, it's hard to really, like this is probably another area that's a little tricky. You know, it would be easy to create this template that everybody had to follow, but not everybody can do that. You know, not everybody can do that financially and time-wise and evolution-wise. Not everybody's in the same place. Mm -hmm. Some people come for five hours and they're done and I never see them again. Or they might pipe up five years later. And you don't know what kind of impact the work has really had on them. Mm -hmm. You know, and then some people are in it for the long haul because they're on a deeper path mm -hmm. where they're really wanting to meet themselves, Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm learning to be with all of it, but it's, uh, you know, some people are never going to take a little yellow softball and put it on their psoas muscle. They're just never going to do it. Mm -hmm. And they might be in that place where they've been so deprived of nourishment and nurturing that they just need somebody to care for them. And that's okay, too. Mm -hmm. I can do that. I, when I when I had my children, you know, I was when I had my first boy. I have three boys and two stepchildren, and I just realized that that when I was nursing him, it was like, oh my God, this is the most peaceful place I've ever been in my life. Mm -hmm. Just sitting there with that little baby in the middle of the night with nobody there, and that's the same. It sounds weird, but it's sort of the same vibration as when we get into a deep healing space in here, mm -hmm. you know, when the words stop and slow down and people are moving into this zone that is, um, I can't, I don't know what it is. It's just, you feel it, Yeah. you know? Um, but I do experience energy in people's bodies. Mm -hmm. um, I'm feeling my hands right now as I talk about that. You feel it? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool, right? I've done, it sounds, it's almost, you almost said it before that middle ground of what people view as just a massage therapist. And then they see that other side that is reggae. Right. Which is right. It is. It because is. You have the release of the tissue and the muscle and the body as well as the yep. energy work and the heat and the, that, which you can't yeah, explain. Exactly. And, and for me personally, you know, that works great for me because I'm very earthy, but I'm also very connected to what you can't see. <laughs> mm -hmm. but what you can sense and feel. So my fascial release is like perfect for me in that way. So I am so like, again, back to the pinch me thing. I'm just, I feel, I'm just so grateful. I keep, I say it all the time. I'm like, why me? Like I, I'm just like, I feel like I hit the lottery, Yeah. you know, in a, the deepest way possible. It's amazing. And it feels like it'll always be with me, mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I don't know what it means. And it's got to be incredibly rewarding, oh, especially yeah. when you have the clients that get past something and they find themselves and they feel themselves and almost find what they were meant to be on this earth yeah. for in their yeah. lifetime. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 And, and, you know, it's hard to like, there've been some awarenesses around, you know, parents with children that are sick and how, uh, you know, maybe a mother and a son are moving through a process together, um, trying to help the son 
integrate. We could say get well, but we could also say integrate some places in his life that he couldn't be present. Um, but that shows up as pain or dysfunction or anxiety or whatever. And and there's this parent and child thing going on. And I always tell the mothers, you need to be, you need this treatment. You need this for, I, I have teetered with actually putting that on my website that I will not see a child until I've seen the parent, the primary parent, because we live in each other's energy fields mm -hmm. and a mother or whoever is the primary parent, usually it's the mother is, is the soup that your child is soaking in mm -hmm. even out of utero. Right. Mm -hmm. And there, there's a, there's this very strong connection between mother and child and mothers need care when they're trying to help their children get well, but they don't do that they, because they're like, Oh my God, I gotta get, yeah. but, but really they're, they would be helping their child if they, they got care. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that is like a big thing. And I'm, I've personally experienced that with one of my sons. Um, we've been walking through a journey for a little while and we're popping up on the other side of it, which is great. But, you know, it was almost like, okay, we're supposed to be doing this together, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um, do you have any, um, stories that are yeah incredibly I'm sure you have yeah. tons inspiring or heart-wrenching or just you know well, ones that, favorite ones you like to tell even funny ones um, um that one of my favorite stories is I was working with this woman who was a therapist uh, a psych therapist and she had recently started doing some yoga training for herself so she came in and she she talked a little bit about some stuff that was going on with her and her adult children, right? And I picked up, we started working on the physical body. I picked up her legs and I felt this big pullback, like right in her abdomen, like near her hip bones, between her belly button and her hip bones. Mm -hmm. And I was, I said, did you, did you have a C-section? And she said, yeah. I said, okay, well, I need to work on that scar. So, um, so I started working on the scar and as I was working on it, she actually went back into like the, she was in the operating room. Wow. Now there is a phenomena that occurs with this type of work and some other type of work that's called uh, tissue memory, right? So what ends up happening, especially with scar tissue, is that, that the memory gets locked in the system. So as I was working with her, she could see the lights, she could see the nurse, she, could, she was in it. So we were basically like bringing her back together in, from a place where she, it was so overwhelming that she had to leave her body. And so she, she kept talking about what she was seeing, and we're trained in this, so it didn't you know, it was like great for me, you know, mm -hmm. it was, I was, ha I knew that like I was happy for her because she was regaining a piece of herself. And, and so she said, I just, she got, you know, she started to get, you know, emotional, which is part of it. You know, we need to have those experiences. We need to say those things we couldn't say. And she said, I just 
never got a chance to push. And I was like, wow, mm. holy cow. In my mind, I'm at in a millisecond, I'm thinking, her body's been gearing up to push for nine months, and then nope. she doesn't get to push. What happens to that energy? Mm-hmm. It goes back into the body. It gets backed up, mm-hmm. right? So um, I said, well, then push. So I put my hands up. She put her feet up on my hands, and she pushed as hard as she could, and I encouraged her to just get all so physical. Just go. Go with what it's being called. And um, she arched her back, and she screamed. The cops haven't showed up here yet. But she screamed <laughs> and, and went through this thing, right? She delivered that baby metaphorically, but physically and energetically. And um, when it was over... She said, I've been waiting 30 years to do that. It's incredible. Was, and she pro- did, did she even realize she was waiting all that time? No, that? That, that's the fashion. That's her, that's her body-mind talking. That's yeah. an organic boom. Like that, there's no thought there. Mm-hmm. That's just totally organic. She didn't know that. Wow. And so scars are like a big place that I work. Like mm-hmm. I, I, scars scars hold so much Mm -hmm. they hold medicine they hold anesthesia they hold emotions they hold memory they hold a lot of fear Mm -hmm. so I go for scars a lot if people want that and I hope that I can attract in people that want to go there too Mm -hmm. you know but that was a great that was a great story and it was a great realization. I'd never thought about the fact that if you if you never pushed, yeah, you don't you don't get yeah. to use that energy. And she called me a couple of days later after that and she said, you know, my relationship with my children has totally changed. That's the energetic connection that we have with our children. And if there's a traumatic experience with the two of you, then then you're sort of tethered together energetically through that experience. Mm-hmm. So lots of times mothers won't admit to their children that they're scared about their children when their children are trying to heal. And so everybody's trying to protect everybody mm-hmm. and, and it just doesn't get anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the deeper work. I like the family work. I think family work is great. I think that, uh, that when, when people come in and say, fix my kid, you know, that upsets me mm-hmm. because I feel that, you know, it's not, your kid doesn't live in an isolation tank. Your child is in the family constellation. So there's, it's just so much bigger than we've been taught yeah. to believe. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, it's a wonderful place for me. Yeah. I like the sound of all of it. Cool. <laughs> it's really cool. Cool. I should I give it. you a little treatment before you leave today. I would love that. Would you? I would absolutely love okay, that. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Cool. I was um, hoping. Wow. I definitely am big on learning a lot about energy work. I've worked with a chiropractor who, he's a holistic chiropractor. And the first time I walked into his office, I ran into him at a gym. As it turns out, his son was my flying trapeze instructor. And he's like, oh, oh come wow. into my office. Like, small world, because that was in New York, and I'm seeing him in New Jersey. Wow. Um, so I went in, and he said, every Saturday, all of my patients are welcome. It's open house. It, 
you know, whatever the price is, but we always do breakfast in the back and you grab a table if you can get one, you hang out if you can't, and everyone kind of swaps and he treats everyone in the room. Wow. That's I wasn't, generous. I, it really is. He's wonderful. I walked in not knowing much about it, not knowing what to expect. And there's five tables, person on each one and you hear breathing, you hear moaning, you hear laughing mm-hmm. and crying and he's walking around tra- treating them. You know, and I have a very open mind. I'm standing there and he comes up next to me and he looks at me over his shoulder and he's like, you a little freaked out right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I am. I'm not yeah. really sure what this is about. He goes, okay, you're welcome to lay on a table. You can sit and watch. You can go in the back and have some breakfast, whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah. And I was like, I'm here. So let's do this. And I, I lay down, and he's very big on teaching the body how to heal itself. One of the first things right off the back, he's like, your hips are out of alignment. Your feet are uneven. Do you have issues in your left knee? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and it was just from one thing, kind yeah. of how you do. You yeah, just yeah. pick the legs up. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. knows. Um, so just fast forward an hour, he worked on me. When I, I just sat up, and I just started crying. Perfect. I didn't even really know why, but I felt and you don't amazing, have and it felt so amazing to just let out whatever it was that was in yeah. there, so I kept going back, and then I got hooked, and then you get to that point where I started to understand why I cried, and yeah. what is going on in my body, and my mind, yeah. and how that is all connected, and yeah. um, he says he's a chiropractor, like holistically, but he doesn't. you don't go in and get adjusted, he very rarely does adjustments. He's doing all that breathing and body work in different positions to open up, let your body open up do the, the work. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So definitely a big fan. He's just a facilitator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's great work. I often say that, you know, because people will say, "Oh, you knew what to do," or whatever. I'm like, no, like your body showed me, but it's your body that's the healer. Like, don't give me the credit. Mm-hmm. You know. It's your body that's the healer. Yeah. Like I, you're bringing that, it to the that surface. That upsets so. me because I want them to own own the 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 treasure chest that they live in. You know, mm-hmm. I want I want I you know I I I want people to know. Like I often say, if you lived in my world, you wouldn't be afraid. Like you you would you would know that you're built from energy and that you know that that you want your energy to flow and that you you can be abundant and you can have a beautiful life and and you can actually have what you want and mm-hmm. and ask for what you want and and all and love and feel things and be vulnerable all these things that we've been taught you know, that are scary and sure they're scary, but on the other side of it is relief. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the message that I wish, wish for everyone to just take, like, let their body show them. Mm -hmm. You don't have to work so hard. That's, that's what I got out of the body work before I even started when I was doing that before pre-divorce psychology stuff. I just couldn't believe how dynamic it was just to get the body worked on, you know, and, and I guess I was, I was in this super open place, you know, I was like cracked open, like so much pain. I was in so much pain psychologically. I wasn't even connected to my body at that point in time, Mm -hmm. you know, but it, it just, 
the touch just kept bringing me, grounding me back down to earth and grounding me back down to earth. And, and eventually I started to understand. And I remember the, the mediator when we were going through the divorce said, you're going to be a massage therapist. You'll never make any money. And I was like, Wow. You wait and see. <laughs> I'm not usually like that, but I was like, mm, I don't know. Maybe you're right, but I'm going to give it a shot. And then the my, the, the massage led into my fascial release. And that's just a whole nother animal. Yeah. 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 To wrap it up for yeah. anyone that's listening, is there a piece of advice or a step one for anyone that's interested in getting involved with it? With my fascial release? Yeah, or my fascial release. I would say come and have a session with me or find another fascial therapist. Try a few different fascial th- – my fascial therapist, definitely John Barnes, mm-hmm. my fascial. Um, it's less linear, more intuitive, more working with the true organization of your systems. Mm-hmm. And um, be open and – Try to show up the way you are mm-hmm. and find somebody that you can trust. Okay. What's the best way for them to contact you? Uh, email's great, bodyheart at embarkmail.com. Phone is fine, 908-879-4020. I prefer email because okay. I can pop back and answer really fast. Good. Great. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was yeah, really fun. It's wonderful. Thanks. So there you have it. I hope you really enjoyed this podcast with Sarah Borda. In the uh, body of this podcast, you will see her email, phone number, as well as the address if you would like to reach out and get in touch. If you are in her area, which would be the Chester, New Jersey area, I highly recommend recommend giving her a shout, a call, going to visit her, seeing if um, you can get an appointment with her. It truly was an amazing experience. Um, you know, being a part of the whole myofascial release and healing from the inside and out. Thank you, as always, for tuning in and stay tuned for some more Breathe Fitness podcasts. Thanks.